On today's first round KO, we talk about uh, week 11 in the NFL. And uh, that's it. <laughs> it's a short episode today, but we have actually really good in-depth talks about the Bears and the Packers for sure. And even the Texans we talked a little bit about. But we have really good conversations in this episode. I think you guys will enjoy it. Let's One get it. One day to call my mama to remind her we ain't broke. I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on the move with it. They all watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go. Welcome to the most must-hear WSUW sports podcast in history. Welcome, Welcome to, to one of the newest podcasts that hit the market. It's called Call Her... A- Actually. <laughs> Actually. Call... <laughs> Actually, I just don't... I, I, I just don't... I, I just don't feel right saying the full name. Not that it's wrong, but I mean in the context of where we're at right now. It's kind of wrong, so uh, okay. You uh, yeah. Let's just let's go back. Let's go back to the status quo here. So uh, welcome to what now? First round KO. Okay, thank you. No wait, <laughs> wait no wait, don't you don't you do a whole spiel with that? Yeah. You, you, you want you want to do that again? I'm trying to figure out my. Yeah. Okay. So this level thing. Yeah. Welcome weird. to first round KO. I am your host KO, aka Howie Dig Dingers, and I am joined as always by Mr. Connor JD Moore. Okay, so you had it earlier, like it was fine earlier, in that one brief bit, and then it w- and then oh oh that's when it's just idling. Yeah, that's when it's idling. Our levels are super loud right now. That's why I'm. Um, I don't know what's happening. Dude, you, you you do know <coughs> how to turn it down, right? Like in just in general, like in post. Mm, well, yeah. Okay. It's just kind of weird it's peaking for me if i hold it this far i'm fine <laughs> right but that opening is gonna sound like shit <laughs> but anyway well well we'll get to that here we are yeah here we are. late friday night just did bops only i did two projects that are that were due today today what was the other one the coaching paper oh fuck that apparently was supposed to be due this morning at nine but yeah. I don't think that I don't know. I turned it in at work, but whatever. Uh, no, he said it was due later tonight. That's he what I thought. The <coughs> Dropbox. He just, the he drop just gave us. Nine. He just gave us or the the. Uh, he gave us the morning class period to work on it. Right. That's why I was a little confused. But yeah. Whatever. Uh, yeah. So we're gonna talk. This is probably gonna be a shorter podcast. So, sorry guys. Uh, just a lot of scheduling conflicts again. This week and today specifically. So oh, so you mean like a bunch of classes and yeah, yeah, classes and then tomorrow morning. Well, from whenever yeah, you, you guys, uh, yeah. for I mean for you guys, this will be right when you guys wake up. Probably, I gotta be up at the damn football field. Yeah, you do, and that's what I'm trying. I don't know what's happening. What is happening right I now? I honestly don't know. <coughs> trying to figure out why our levels are so high. Because they're not usually that they're not even that high on the thing. No, they're not. So why? You know, I'm just gonna. I'm honestly just going to chalk it up to it's probably a thing on the. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It is, but that's what I'm trying to figure out. Live fixing problems yeah. on the podcast. Boom, boom. I feel like. I think that's a one click thumbnail. How about now? Yeah. 
It's too quiet though. How about now? Looks about right. How about how about now? <laughs> yep. Yep. That's, that's what about it normal. was. I figured. All right, uh, cool. I'm still a little out of breath. Okay. Live drop shooting on the air. Okay. Now it'll sound better. Why am I singing songs like I'm just from New Girl? I continue to forget that other people use the studio. (laughs) Yeah. But anyway, let's talk. We're just going to do the NFL preview for the weekend, and we are going to start with the game that I don't want to talk about, but at the same time, I do want to talk about. Is it really a preview or is it more so a recap for this? Recap if, if it's for what the first I think one. Happening. Yeah. Okay, then it's exactly what I think it is. Thursday night football, the Green Bay Packers went to Seattle to take on the Seahawks. We started off really good. We started off, uh, oh, first of all, and I've already talked, I've already texted him, but I, I said I would do this uh, on Monday's podcast. And I'm a man of my word. Congratulations to Chad. I'm a, I'm a bigger man. You guys won. You were the better team. Congrats. This, this hurts you to say, doesn't oh, it? Oh, it hurts. <laughs> Physically so, hurts. So can I invoke the same thing, whatever deal that Chad used, can I invoke that for week whatever it is you guys play the Bears? Is that 15, 14? Week 15. 15. Can I invoke that same deal? You want me to congratulate you if you win? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right, cool. I would do that. All right, fair. Of course. Uh, but yeah, so the Packers start off really strong. First play of the game for Seattle, they force a fumble. Chris Carson, uh, I believe it was Martinez and uh, Clay Matthews were in on a fumble of Chris Carson. We picked it up, and like four plays later, Aaron, Aaron Jones and Aaron Lynch are touchdowns. We started off really good, and then we held them to a field goal. We scored again. It was 14-3. It was a really good start to the game. And we had a running game. Aaron Jones, you know, e- even in the loss, had a really good game. And... But then, for whatever reason, we only put up 10 more points the rest of the game. Mm. Which is it's just ridiculous. Aaron Jones, oh man, he only had 40 yards. Yeah. On 11 carries. I mean, that's still almost four I yards. I feel like he had more. I thought he had a lot more. He had a lot of receiving. He had 63 receiving yards. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. That might so be why I feel yeah. like he got more. Yeah, so he had a lot of he, – he had – Overall, he had a lot of yards. And Devontae had 166 receiving. He had a career day. But for whatever reason, it's our it, it's our coaching staff. Yeah. There's not much else that you can say about Can this. we talk about the thing that was like peak it peak Mike McCarthy at the end of the yeah. game, please? Let's talk about this. Let's talk about it. <clears throat> Fourth and two. Yeah. Down by four. Uh-huh. Down by three. Yeah. I don't remember what the final score was. Down Fuck. by three. Down you by only three. need a field yeah. goal to tie. Yeah. Fourth and two uh-huh. with four minutes and 20 seconds to go in the game. Packers have one timeout left and a suspect defense with injuries, and we lost Quentin Dix. To That's putting it kind. Yes. <laughs> suspect defense. Started off good. Start yeah. First half, they played very well. Yeah, first half. I, I can't deny. But then Russell Wilson is magic, so that happened. He is a gamer. Like I said, fourth and two, four minutes, 20 seconds to go, one timeout. You have Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Jones, who has been balling out. You have Devontae Adams, who had a career day. And like I said, a suspect defense. Down by three. You go for it on fourth, right? Not Mike McCarthy's head, apparently. Mike McCarthy's out. Oh yeah, let's just punch it away to the Seahawks at home. 
with our suspect defense, and let's see if we can stop them with one timeout and a two-minute warning. Or, oh, let's try that out. That's like somebody who just does, like, the... That's like if somebody has, like, a brain fart on Madden, and then and then it doesn't hit them until, like, the dead end, and you're just like, oh, fuck. I literally turned away from the TV when, when we started punting. Oh, I'm, oh, I know you did. Yeah. I, we were at the bar, and I'm sitting there, and I said, oh, we're going for it, right? And I see Rodgers kind of start running off the field, and I said, what? And then he actually was running on the field. I see the punter who only does yoga, J.K. Scott, come out. Hits a fucking nuke. Hits a fucking nuke, as always. <laughs> Thank you, Pat McAfee. But, yeah, I see them running out, and I literally just turned my back to the TV, put my head down, and I said, what the fuck? <laughs> Going for it on fourth and two. <laughs> the sun, the sudden mood change. <laughs> why, 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 why did we not go for it on fourth and two? Is it you have Aaron fucking Rodgers? <laughs> and apparently we took slant routes out of our fucking playbook. Mm-hmm. I. Ugh, I don't get why we play the Patriots two weeks ago, right? Yeah. All they do are run dink and dunk, slat routes, whatever. It and works. Yeah. We've seen it work firsthand now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Mike McCarthy says, oh, no, let's just fucking throw it deep every time. Which, yes, with Aaron Rodgers and now Devontae and Valdez-Scantling who have speed and can run routes, yes, it works and you get big plays out of it. And Robert Tonyan apparently only catches touchdowns. Love that man. But you can't do that all game. You can't – it's like someone in Madden, like Tom. Yeah. I've seen Tom do this in Madden where oh he just boy. sits there and he just calls a fucking four verts every th- every play. Oh, for real. Which, like, you can do it in Madden, but it doesn't work like that. <laughs> when you have Aaron Rodgers and these other receivers who can run – they can run routes. Packers receivers are known for route running. And for whatever reason, we just can't run these short plays. We have to go for 20-plus yards every play. If not, we run it. And Aaron Jones, I mean, three point six yards per carry. I'll take that. I, you know, I would have wanted more rushes out of him. Mm-hmm. Eleven is too not enough. Like it was a close game, but you still need to run. And even then, I think we had the lead up until in the third quarter. So like, run it. But fourth and freaking two. Why would you not go for it? I'm I'm just Listen man. I the funny thing for me as a Bears fan who's been in Wisconsin the last 5 years. The funny thing for me is that I'm literally watching everyone's eyes more so than ever progressively all start to open and they're all starting to see the same exact thing, which is you're Mike McCarthy's kind of a dumb fuck in situations that you would think is common sense. He's an average coach at best. Who ha- happens to be gifted with having one of the greatest quarterbacks in this generation. Exactly. And he, through the past, I don't know how many years he's been coaching. It's like 12 or something like that. He's been able to always use the excuse of, you know, personnel, injuries, and it ba- th- that's it. Like, he's, he's literally been like, oh, we had a bad team. You know, but, or, oh, we had a lot of injuries. The GM so. shelled out the, the money. He, the GM he, went out and he, he opened the checkbook. We got Jimmy Graham. We got Muhammad Wilkerson. We got two new coordinators. We drafted phenomenally. Mm-hmm. 
We got literally the best performing rookie cornerback. And uh, hang on, let me check my roster right here. Let me let me check the online roster. But uh, okay, yeah, I just needed to confirm that. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers still plays behind center for them. I just don't get it. We actually have, you know, Blake Martinez is a really good middle linebacker. Yeah. We have good outside linebackers, mm-hmm. actually depth at the position. We're getting to the quarter. Our defense was playing good. 27 points. We should be able to – I've been saying this forever now. The Packers with Aaron Rodgers should be able to put up more than 29 points, 27 points a game. We should be able to do that, and that's what we have to do because our defense is never that good. Once we get a better defense, I think in the next couple of years, our defense will get better, and we won't have to do that every game. 24 will win us a couple games. Mm-hmm. But you have to put up more than that. With Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback, you need to be a- you should be able to put up 30 points a game. Emphasis on the word should. And Mike McCarthy can't do that. I, the dude needs to go. He needs He needs to go. There's no other option i've said this for weeks now i've said this for years there's no other option now like i've said before we've changed everything except for quarterback we don't need to change quarterback obviously we've changed everything except for our head coach and it's still not working there's only one more thing to change and people are like oh you only have one time out so you know Oh, and the challenge. You only had one timeout, so you couldn't challenge that. On okay, the well that's a well that's acceptable. I mean, no, yeah, I know. I mean, yeah, he had he had a case, but you don't no. want to chance it, especially because I don't mind him not challenging because he only had one timeout. Right. I fully understand. Okay, that. yeah. But it's his fucking fault that we didn't that we only had one timeout to begin with. It's because of a defensive personnel situation where we had twelve men on the field. That's a coaching staff issue. That's communication with the coaching staff. And. That could be that avoided. It, I think it could go. It, it can either be a coaching staff situation or just players not timeouts, paying attention. Timeouts are because of – timeouts are – unless well, unless a player calls it on the field, timeouts are strictly – Yeah, but yeah, but if there's 12 people on the field, that but he, that he's, he, he kind of has to because you either give them better field positioning or you just – No, I know. With that one, it's okay. I'm just saying that they shouldn't have had 12 men. That's a coaching issue. It could be either or. I think – 12 right. men could be like a, either a players just weren't paying attention or but then the other timeout was a play clock play clock issue that was uh, that was that's a, another yeah. thing that it, again coaching like hey you only have so much time left on the clock get get your ass going <sighs> or eat the penalty honestly i don't i just i have no more words left for this packers team we actually have a good running game we have two solid corners we have a solid, uh, we have a, a suspect, but a solid defense. Like, they can hold teams. We've seen it. We mm-hmm. They can hold teams. But even then, holding teams to 27 is good enough, you would think, when you have Aaron Rodgers at quarterback. I just don't get it. I, I don't get it at all. We When you actually have a running game and you have this young core of wide receivers, Jimmy Graham, which, granted, he got hurt, but even then, he only had one catch in the first quarter, in the first half, before he got hurt. There, it's just no, there's no excuse. And now he has a broken thumb. Mike McCarthy needs to go. That I, and I'm, I'll probably be saying that for next fucking, what, sev- six, what seven point, weeks we have a football? At what point do you think they finally realize that they have to can him? At the end of the season. You think so? They'll give him the season. You think so? Yeah. Okay. But... I think, apparently, you know, reports are coming out that it's 
you know, it's more apparent now that we need to get uh, that we might need to make a change. Uh, duh. But apparently, apparently, we're actually looking at it. Our front office is actually looking at getting. Well, yeah, because it's a new GM who has no. He didn't make the McCarthy hire. No, there's no sense of exactly loyalty other than the and fact he that sees, he's the coach. And he sees, hey, you guys had a decent team. I added to that decent team. Made it a good a team that should have been com- should be competing for made, the division right made now. Made it a really good roster. Yeah, should be competing for a Super Bowl. Uh, Realistically, at least, at, at, yes, but at least for right now, in current time, the division we they should, we not, should have the division. You, the division you you guys should be in first place in the division yes. right now. And and we're not. And we're, like, in third or fourth. Right. It, sh- it literally should go Green Bay, sh- Chicago, yes. Minnesota, Detroit right now. Yeah. And it's not. And it's it's the coaching staff. It has to be the coaching staff. There's just no other way around it. I'm I'm just – I'm furious about it. It's stupid. Would you say you're – Hashtag mad about it? Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Let's stop talking about this game <laughs> before I get really mad. Okay. Um, uh, looking forward, Steelers Jaguars. Super excited about this game. Little upset. Are you? Little upset that it got flexed out of Sunday night. I but mean, I, I understand. Pittsburgh's on a roll. Jacksonville is not. Not. <laughs> <laughs> so I can see it, but you never know with this Jacksonville team. They could ball yeah, out. Yeah, you really at this point. We've gone from this season being like, oh, look out. They're Super Bowl contenders to what the fuck is happening. Exactly. To now it's just like, who the fuck knows? It's, there's, a, there's, <laughs> like, there's like four or five teams in the league this year that are like literally what team is going to show up this week. You know? Mm. You, you got the Eagles, yeah. the Lions, oh God, yeah. the Falcons, yeah. the Jaguars, yeah. Panthers, but they've been more consistent than we thought. Yeah. Ravens, Bengals, yeah. Titans. Oh, Titans. Titans. Like, all these teams are literally could be amazing one week and then just lay an egg the next. Would you put Green Bay in the in that same No, category? we're laying an egg most weeks. All right, fair. Think, <laughs> about, think about our wins. First of all. Okay, uh, why did I bring it up? Sorry. <laughs> we haven't run. We haven't won a road game. Again, coaching. <laughs> okay, well, what, that goes huh? to coaching. Why does that not go to coaching? Who do you blame? Who do you blame an Owen six road record on? To an, it, okay, I feel like it might not be Owen six. I just I feel like it is very easy to pin that on coaching, and maybe it is, Five. and maybe it is something that needs to be pinned on coaching. But at some point, the players need to execute. You can't tell me that we do. They do. I, like, I get that, but what's the difference between home and away? Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Who kn- who knows? That's the thing. Maybe it's coaching. Maybe it's just failure to execute in certain aspects. But it c- I don't the, think the so. overall performance of the season is all coaching, yes. The performance on the road could mostly be coaching. Aaron, I don't want to say it's all coaching. You know what? The bottom line, Aaron plays the same homer homer away. Yes. Like the other I get the other players, everyone else, all, you know, 21 other players who are on the field probably play differently, but if Aaron Rodgers is is consistent, which he is, home versus away, he's yes. consistent. Yes. Obviously a little bumped at home. Yeah. Most most teams are, but like you can't you can't look at an 0 5 record and tell me that's not. Uh, uh, I'm not saying way. it's fully coach. I'm. I've never said it's not coaching. No, but, but I it's don't a think majority it's coaching issue. Oh yeah, but I. But I don't know if I wouldn't put it majority like ninety ten, or go like seventy five, 
35 then, That's what I would put it as. And that's, 75, 35. That's still an incredibly big problem. Yeah, it, it, I mean, yeah. I mean, st- I mean, I'm not excusing yeah. it. I'm not saying it's <coughs> not a problem. Yeah. I'm just saying there could be other, there's got to be other factors. It can't just purely be <laughs> strictly coaching. I don't know, man. But then again, I guarantee you if the tables were turned right now on my on my side, I'd be calling for if this was if this if this was somehow last year and John Fox was somehow doing something, I'd be calling for Fox's head at more than I already was last year. Exactly. Okay, but anyway, back to Pittsburgh, Jacksonville. Yeah. I I honestly do believe you know they've figured something out with James Conner. I don't know if it's a system thing. No, I don't think so. No, because Le'Veon was, he was a fucking baller in college. Let's be was real. He? Well, oh my. Okay. So was Trent Richardson. <laughs> he went to Oakland. Yeah, but then he also went to Indy. Yeah. And he also, like, he went a couple, he went to, like, the Ravens or something. He went to a lot of different places. Yeah, and he had a serious case of the yips because of when he came into the league. Just because you perform well in, in college, you know, Monte Ball, you know, granted he got in trouble, but even before that, he wasn't performing like he was in college. He had that skill set, though. I feel like James Conner had, like, a skill set that was ready for him. No, for yeah, the no, like, there's no disagreeing. Everyone in the NFL has a skill set, you know. Yeah. It, so, I'm just I'm just looking at the fact that Le'Veon Bell was doing all this stuff, and then he decided not to show up, and then you plug in this guy, James Conner, who's a second-year player. But had he's talent. Also, but I has think plenty of talent. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying that he's a, you know, that he's a suspect running back or anything. He's obviously a great running back. Mm-hmm. I just... You have to. You. You, I, I think you, you know, have to look you, at. You want to know when we'll figure out the answer to this question? When? A year from now, if he's still performing like this. If Le'Veon Bell or when Le'Veon Bell goes to another area, and if he and if he performs to the Le'Veon Bell that we've come to know, yeah. or if, or if his production I is think, is dim, is diminished. I think Le'Veon will. I'm just saying at right at right now you have to look at the Pittsburgh Steelers system. And maybe maybe it's the Big Ben, A B rub, at, at, you know, because obviously you're gonna play the pass with them, so maybe they have and, an advantage and, there. And they have Juju. Exactly. Well, yeah, the passing game in yeah. general. So maybe that that's the thing. But I I'm just saying, I think Le'Veon and Connor are both great running backs, respectively. But you, I think you also have to look at just the Steelers system in general. I think they have a really good, apparently, running system. Right. I just feel like this is an. This is a debate that can be re- revisited right. after we know what Le'Veon Bell does Absolutely. next season. Um, I will consider this a moral victi- victory for Jacksonville if we can keep Pittsburgh under 35. <laughs> under 30 would be, you know, I, I under 30 would be a moral, vi- moral victory. because Under 30 would be a miracle yeah. at this rate. And then if you keep them anywhere, you know, 20 to 25, or even like 20, then you can start looking at, okay, maybe our defense – isn't falling apart, you know, that uh, maybe there isn't something wrong. And they need to get Leonard Fournette going. They yep. it, he had a bad week again. Uh, uh, he's coming off of injury, so I don't know. There's a lot of things to look at for Jacksonville. I expect Pittsburgh to win by a couple touchdowns, though. Cause unless Bortles has a career day. They're favored minus five. God, yeah. they're favored minus five as a road game. That's crazy. But, yeah, I, I expect – Pittsburgh to kind of dominate this game, but you know we'll see. It'll be a fun game for me to watch because either you know either way I'm gonna be happy. Mm-hmm. Obviously I'll be disappointed with one of the teams, but <laughs> you know that's the beauty <laughs> of like in free agency. Uh, no, but for real though, I I have been disappointed with this Jacksonville team. 
I've um, been disappointed. I was so again, high on them. Then again, last year was very much a surprise. So, like, this... Is this just a case of being spoiled from last year? N- I think so. Okay. I, I, I do think so. So, at this point, I'm looking at Pittsburgh, because they look like one of the hottest teams in the NFL right now. Maybe yeah. taking it with the Saints. You ain't going to get a disagreement out of me yeah. on that. Uh, Bengals-Ravens. This is going to be a 13-10 to 10 game. <laughs> I don't know, man. We don't know who the fuck... AFC North football, man. Yeah, you're right. 13-10. I yep. forgot about that. No Never one mind. scores over 30. I take back my statement. Classic AFC North football. No one scores over 30. Yeah. Yep. No, this is – it, it'll be a competitive game. Every game in the NFC North is competitive – or AFC North are super competitive, so it's always a fun game to watch. Um, as a Steelers fan, I'm hoping for a tie. As an NFL fan, I'm hoping for a tie. We've had enough. I know, and I want more now. No, I no. <laughs> it's we, been no, we do it's not. It's been eight weeks since we've seen a tie. I need another one. We do I not. Mean, you shut your mouth. This would be the perfect game for it. Because it would help Pittsburgh in the division standing. <laughs> not like they really need it, because they have a two oh. game. They have a two game lead right now. Okay. One and a half. Uh, I expect, I expect the Ravens. Defense to dominate, but Flacco's out. Yeah. So I I believe I picked the Bengals for this game because I think that they can. Is Flacco over- officially done? Done? That's done? a good question. I'll double check. And then if that's the case, who is healthy enough to start? Because I tried <laughs> to look. Yeah, right. Because I tried to look this up for Hog Talk and just it just was not. The Baltimore was not Ravens. Oh, oh, Flacco doubtful for Flacco. Okay. Uh. Lamar's not on the injury report, so I believe his stomach <laughs> virus <laughs> went away. So Lamar Jackson. Oh yes. If you know. Oh yes, I am ready. I am ready. Steve Young said to start RG three. Shut the. F- <laughs> I mean, either way, I'm. No, I mean, I'm ready for either one, but I want the Lamar Jackson show. But baby. I, I think that that's not gonna work because it's a first game with the new quarterback. So I, I went with the Bengals on that one. Uh. I don't know who I want with that one. I, yeah, I think I think I want Baltimore. Joe Mixon has been playing very well this year too, so I think he's going to be a big factor in that. Lions Panthers. What lion theme are we going to get? Not a good one. Panthers by twenty. <laughs> <laughs> the end. Oh, Let's move on. Twenty. <laughs> they are four and a half point favorites away, around the road. Uh, but yeah, I expect the Panthers to take this. You know. I'd say about 10, 14 points. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- they've been on a roll lately, minus the Pittsburgh game, but that's Pittsburgh. So, uh, yeah, I expect the Panthers to ball out in, in the in the dome. Not really a dome. What would, it, what would Detroit play? Yeah. Is it considered a dome? Detroit's it's a, a closed stadium. Yeah. Oh, it's not a dome. No. no. I, but would, it's a I wouldn't call it a dome. No weather is what yeah. I'm getting at. Indoor stadium. It's indoor stadium. Indoor yeah, stadium. that's what I'm looking for. So, yeah, I expect the Panthers to uh, perform. Titans-Colts. This was one of the hardest games to pick. Yeah, that w- I remember everyone in the studio was like, Colts, oh, boy. The Colts have figured something out. And, and they and haven't allowed Andrew Luck to be touched in the last three weeks. They're one-and-a-half-point favorites. I, Who, the Colts? Yeah. Okay. Which, c- they're at home, so understandably. Yeah. Marlon Mack has been balling out. He's been he's become a really good weapon for Andrew Luck. And now Eric Ebron is finally fitting into that scheme. It's just, we- and that defense. They have a rookie on defense, and I can't remember what his name is. Uh, But he, th- th- he's been playing out of his mind at linebacker. I, and th- I don't know. The Colts are really starting to figure something out. 
like the Titans have been good and then bad and then good again. Right. But they're coming off of beating the Patriots this week. Jacksonville beat the Patriots earlier this year. <laughs> you know, so like it that's like yeah. cool, congrats, but are you going to show up this week? Yeah. Is my biggest thing with Tennessee. Do you think they'll be riding too much of a post Patriot beating high here? Yeah, I could see it because they they also went into Dallas and they had a hot a hot start with Dallas. Was this pre or post Amari Cooper? This was the first game of Amari Cooper, and they and Dallas ended up pulling it out. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, they beat the Patriots, but then they lost to the Cowboys. So it's just a weird, it's a weird thing. Oh no, they beat Dallas. Dallas had the hot start. I've got that game wrong. My bad. Okay, so they beat. Oh, yeah, so that's what it had. So <laughs> they lost to Buffalo. Yeah. And then they lost to Baltimore 21 0. They got shut out. And then they lost to the Chargers, which I give the Chargers credit every week. They're a really good team. But then they beat Dallas and New England. So, like, yeah, they're running a hot streak. But then again, maybe this is the end of their hot streak. Yeah. I th- this was one of the harder games to pick. I think I went with the Colts at home. I think because I can't. It's hard for me to trust this this Titans team, so I j- basically just went with the home team on this one. It was hard. Uh, Cowboys Falcons in Atlanta. This is gonna be this is gonna be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. So I'll pull up this one too. Right. Uh, so the Cowboys are. Again, they're shaky, <laughs> if you want to call it At that. Best. Their last five, they lost to Houston in overtime. Yeah. Then they whooped Jacksonville 40-7. to mm-hmm. And then they lost to Washington. And then they lost at home to Tennessee. But then they beat Philadelphia last week. But I don't see Philadelphia as that great right now. And Jacksonville's been suspect. So there's Dallas. God, I think I picked Dallas this week. <laughs> I don't know. But they they do I, – I do think they figured something out with that Amari Cooper thing. Yep. Like, he seems to help them a lot, even though they put up 14 hmm. uh, against Tennessee. But, you know, I don't know. Again, if Zeke can have a good day, which I think he can against this Atlanta defense, then that gets Dak going and that gets the rest of the offense going. And I, it, It's Atlanta – but I think their defense can make enough stops Yeah. where, you know, they can oh, – they don't have Taco Charlton. That's sad. Taco. Taco. I like him a lot. But uh, I think they can make enough stops. This Atlanta team hasn't been as – you know, without Devontae Freeman on offense, they haven't been as deadly as they normally are. So I, I still feel pretty confident with that Dallas pick. Uh, but, that again, they're both four and five. They aren't teams that – they aren't the teams that we thought they were going to be. No. Uh, especially Atlanta. So – I don't know. That's another interesting one. We'll see what Atlanta team shows up. Really, <laughs> is what it comes down to. What do you think about Atlanta? Do you do you credit Atlanta's struggles to their defensive uh, injuries? I yeah, I credit a good amount of it too. Cause when they're fully healthy, that that they look they look every bit like a team who not too long ago was in a Super Bowl but blew a lead to New England, which I hate to remind myself about that, but I I will. But <coughs> James White won a ring. James, Wright, James White won a ring. 
That's all. I just got to keep reminding myself. <laughs> James White, corner rim. Man, look at somebody like James White. He's a badger. Uh, uh, I, I, I'm happy for him. <coughs> Fucking Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so I do credit a good amount of it to defensive yeah. struggles. Because you can score. We know they can score. But it can't do shit if your defense can't prevent the other team from scoring at least once. Exactly. And now in their f- in their last five, they just lost to Cleveland mm-hmm. after beating Washington in Washington. And but they've also they just beat the Giants and the and the uh, Buccaneers, which aren't impressive wins. No. And then they lost pretty handily to Pittsburgh. I don't know. They it seems that it seems that they struggled to good offenses. Is what I'm looking at, you know. Uh, although I don't know if I can call the Browns a good offense. The, the obviously, uh, Baker had a good Growing. day. Baker, yeah. Baker, Baker had, a, had good a good day. So yes, on that day it was a good offense. So mm-hmm. yeah, they struggle against good offenses. I think Dallas can put up enough points to beat them. Uh, Buccaneers and Giants. Speaking of, <laughs> that's kind of funny. Three and six and two and seven. Wow, this game was awful. Everyone's like, oh, the Giants actually won last week. They beat San Francisco. <laughs> cool. I mean, a win's a win, Uh, I guess. But there again, the Buccaneers have lost four out of their last five, and their only win coming in overtime against Cleveland. How many overtime games have Cleveland had this year? Too many. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> um, They're just looking for another tie, aren't they? <laughs> Please. But there again, <laughs> the Giants have lost four out of their last five, only winning their last one against San Francisco. Wow. <laughs> These teams are not good. So I look at this one and I see Saquon. I see Saquon having a day. I see Fitzpatrick having a day. But I see Fitzpatrick not having enough help. And I see the Giants taking this one at home. I was going to say, for all the struggles that God, the I Giants have, the for all the struggles that the Giants have had, there's ample amount of talent on that roster. Fuck! I went with the Buccaneers. <laughs> Why did I? I'm trusting Fitzmagic too much. God. Hmm. I think it. I don't know. I'm trying to gain ground on people. I have to at this point. So I don't know. That game not really that interesting. <laughs> Texans Redskins. As as a fan of your second favorite team here in Texans, how do you how do you think they fare? Uh, in Washington. Okay, now that I can get off my uh, Deshaun Watson uh, praising for a little bit, but I'll 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 get to actually looking at it. Right. No, the Wash the Redskins have been. R- wow, I fucking hate saying they're this. six and three. Both I know. Teams. I know. I fucking hate saying this, but the Redskins have actually been decent. I really fucking hate saying this. But there again, they struggle against good offenses. They do. And in all honesty, despite them being six and three, they're not a very convincing six and three to me. To the point where I kind of want to put them on that list of what team are you gonna get? They're the only reason why I wouldn't put them on that list personally is because they're six and three, because they have a winning winning record, because they lead the division. If it weren't for that, literally, if they were in second place, I'd be calling them a week by week team. Right. That is the only saving grace. Because in all honesty. Like it's great that Adrian Peterson has been turning back the clock a little bit. You know the defense has been is going to get some help with Haha Clinton Dix there. And we know Alex Smith is a consistent quarterback. Right. He's 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 not he's not great, but he's not ass either. He's 
He's a very, very solid quarterback. You know who their losses are to? Who? Indianapolis. Yeah. It was week two, so I don't know. But New Orleans and Atlanta. <laughs> I, and, again, we, we know New Orleans and Atlanta. Exactly. We just went over, like, when exactly. like we know they had talent on that team. Other than that, to be f- to be completely honest with you, I think the Redskins have overperformed. Yeah, they are. I completely agree. Highly, they are the prod- They are benefiting off of a very underperforming NFC East. Yeah. To the point where someone had to overperform. Yeah. Someone. What? Well, and it just so happened to be them. They've been a defensive team. Like obviously, AP and Alex Smith have kind of turned back the clock a little, and they've been performing well. Um, but it, I I look more at their defense. They have those two studs from Alabama at defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. They've really created a uh, solid uh, defensive line. And Josh Norman has actually been playing to his contract this year, unlike unlike when they first signed him. He's actually been playing unlike well. earlier in the season. Exactly. He's actually been playing well lately. So I look at that. My biggest thing going into this game all depends on Deshaun Watson. If Deshaun Watson has a good game, he completes more than 55% of his passes, I think the Texans have a good shot because, as we've seen, if it, if if you're facing a good quarterback, like a quarterback who's on that day against this Redskins team, it's hard to slow them down. Well, I mean, Watson's been having Watson's been having a comeback player of the year worthy type of season. So, I mean, I'm not so much worried about him not being on. I think I'd look more so about the defensive matchups for Washington with Norman and Haha and the rest of that yeah. unit. Yeah. You know, with uh, Hopkins and Emmanuel Sanders and, you know, a line that's starting to shore up with Demarius Thomas. Demarius Thomas, I'm sorry. Did I say Emmanuel Sanders? Yeah, you did. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> like, he's not on this team. One <laughs> of those damn Denver wide receivers. <laughs> <laughs> one of them. I don't give a fuck about Denver anymore. Peyton Cortland Manning S- retired. Cortland Sutton? <laughs> <laughs> I was say, Peyton retired. I don't give a shit. Anyways. Uh, but, no, I just, for this, I mean, I have Houston, but like I said, I honestly feel that Washington has, they've overperformed, but if you look at that division in the NFC East, someone had to. Someone, I mean, if if it's Philly, they're not overperforming. They would be performing as right. advertised. The rest of them, rather, but they're benefiting off of a very weirdly weak NFC East, mm-hmm. which is not what we thought would be A talented NFC East. A very talented NFC yeah. East, yeah. I like the word under, under, underperforming. Right, uh, right. So, I got Houston in this one. Man. Yeah, me too. They're six-game winning streak going into this game, and they're favored as the road team, minus three. I, I Yeah, I think this, this is a team, like, if it weren't for Pittsburgh, if it weren't for Pittsburgh, I think we would be talking about Houston as, as a v- potentially very dangerous team right now in the AFC currently. And the Chiefs. And the Chiefs. Well, I mean, out, outside okay, of oh, the yeah, obvious. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Outside of the obvious. Uh, Broncos Chargers. Really? This I, I love it. There's this meme of Philip Rivers with a sad face, and it says, when you're 7-2, and two, but no one cares. Honestly. <laughs> it's but, sad. But and I feel like that, that has to benefit them. Cause no, no, absolutely. Because no one wants to talk about them, so they're going out there just fucking earning respect. I say this every week, and Chad sent me a message at one point. He's like, hey, the, you know, I think he, he might have been the one that sent me that picture, and he was like, hey, no one gives the Chargers any credit. I'm the one you that, do. I'm the one that sits you here every do. week and says, hey, they've only lost to Kansas City and you the Rams. Do. No, you give them yeah. credit, and I'm just sitting here like, you know what? Fuck yeah. I'm all about the Chargers right now. They're, but, if, 
they're it, one of my favorite teams yeah. out of the out of the uh, AFC. Legitimately, if it weren't for the fucking Chiefs and the Pittsburgh going on the run that they're going on, I honestly they're the third seed in my mind. Agreed. Uh, on it, they can't be the third seed because if Kansas City wins, then they you know four best teams in the AFC in my mind right now: Chiefs, Pittsburgh, Chargers, Texans. Agreed. Very much agreed. Patriots are close five. Yeah, they're, but they're again. I just don't trust that. Yeah, team. but we'll get to them. They have a bye week. Never mind. We won't get to them. <laughs> Thank you. I don't have to talk about New England. Uh, I was wondering the the weird the weirdly <laughs> weird absence of weirdly weird. That's great. That's great vocabulary, Connor. Uh, I was wondering about that absence of a Tom Brady pick on Hawk Talk the other day. Fine by me. Same. But yeah, char- Chargers at home. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're favored minus seven at home. Why are we talking about this? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah, Broncos are uh, – they still have a decent defense. Von Miller still the anchor He's of that defense. He's the only thing they have at this stage. I feel bad for him at this point. Other than the – what is it? Is it Bradley Chubb? Bradley yeah, Bradley Chubb, Chubb who's Bradley been Chubb. playing well. So uh, it's yeah, Nick Chubb, who's the yeah. Brown. They still have Case Keenum at quarterback, so we don't need to talk about it. <laughs> Melvin Gordon is you going to run all over them. You've yet to have Tom on here to defend Melvin Gordon. It's Gordy. halfway through. We need I mean, to get him to, in. I mean, to defend Case Keenum. It might be We're more than week. halfway through. <laughs> oh, I might. Maybe I'll record something ahead of time for next week. We'll talk about next week's schedule on Monday. What's uh, next? Oh, yeah. Right. Anyway. <laughs> oh God. Oh God, what? We thought the Buccaneers and the Giants were a bad game. Oh no. Raiders Cardinals. Oh yeah, I forgot about this. Why? One and eight, two and seven. Can I just say that? Uh, Katie Nolan made, like, the funniest fucking monologue thing about the Raiders on her show, which I think is fucking bullshit that I can't watch a show because it's on ESPN Plus, and oh. I'm not paying for ESPN Plus. How much is it? I think they're about the same price as, like, less than Netflix per month. But still. But still. So what, for me to watch a bunch of, like, yeah. Division Eight football games exactly. and, and exclusive programming? Exclusive. Not but even, anyway. Not even putting my fucking sports wife could, could, say, could make me do it ESPN. But you almost got me damn close. <laughs> <laughs> but the monologue. You're right. Uh, I don't know. She basically just tore the fucking oh, Raiders yeah. a fucking new No, one. they're terrible. <laughs> they're, 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 they're you awful. You know how bad they are? The two and seven Cardinals are favored by minus five and a half. And I'm pretty sure my dumbass picked Oakland. Did you? Yeah. I picked o- the Cardinals Because o- Oakland has a quarterback think, at the very I think least. this will be a good game for Josh Rosen. Yeah. Because... Uh, there won't be any pressure on the quarterback. <laughs> no, no. I I'm convinced that the Raiders are tanking for uh, Bosa at this point. I mean, Gruden said the phrase "elite pass r- pass rusher" enough for you to think so. That's the other thing. The Chargers, and watch their dumbasses go draft the qu- the quarterback from Oregon. The Chargers get Joey Bosa back this week. Chargers by a million. <laughs> yeah, Chargers are gonna murder the Broncos. Uh, but yeah, uh, Cardinals. No pressure on on Rosen. He's gonna have a good day. W- whether I get that one right or wrong, David Johnson, you got him. I would start him this week. Oh, he's starting. Good. He's gonna have a good week. Either way, who, who, whether I if I mean I picked Oakland, but whether they win or lose, I honestly just don't give a fuck about that game. Now, looking at these my these favorites, yeah, and the and how how much they're actually favored by, I would I would have put money on the Chargers being the highest favorite, second to only Pittsburgh. But I understand Pittsburgh not being higher because they're on the road. And uh, the highest favorite is, is in this game, 
Eagles visiting the Saints. The Saints are favored minus eight at home. I don't know about all that. That's a little disrespectful to the Eagles. That's a granted. That's a lot of disrespectful to the Eagles. Granted, the Eagles haven't been playing well. Yeah, they're a four and five Super Bowl hangover team right now, and this Saints team is rolling. They go, they you know, taking down the Rams two weeks ago. I can't help but think, what if Jags fans play the Kitties? I did they sign Marshall? Not yet. Or did they? Or they've did been I? they've been looking for him. Right, it's the worst kept secret in football right now. Well, because they had they had their eye on him. It was between him and Dez. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they went with Dez, <laughs> which is the right choice. I just feel like I just said that's the worst kept secret in my mind when it's kept there on purpose. Did you post those? Though? I didn't post those. I'm gonna have to post those. <laughs> okay. Look for those this weekend. Uh, yeah, I don't see anything on the roster or anything, but I, but still, I mean, Mike Thomas, freak. <laughs> he's a he's an absolute monster wide receiver he'll be he'll be my saints jersey eventually when i do get one who mike thomas i like the number 13 and alvin Kamara, obviously a monster he's their number there he's their number two receiver at this point uh no disrespect to ted ginn jr but disrespect to ted ginn jr (laughs) uh um i think they're tied i'm not trying to diss you but i'm trying to diss you if you look at their roster minus Obviously, Drew Brees, first ballot Hall of Famer. Duh. Mike Thomas, really good. And you take away their two running backs. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of their offensive roster is not good. Like, Ted Ginn Jr. is their number two receiver. I can't even remember who their third guy is. I uh, had it for a second there, but I lost it again. And then their their tight end is like Benjamin Watson, I think. Like Yeah. But it's one of the best offenses in the game right now because of – I still – I'll hold to this. I think it's the best coaching combination as far as just purely head coaching quarterback. I think best coaching combination, Drew Brees and Sean Payton. Yes, I understand Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. Yeah, I was going to say, where, where it is – I think Belichick, Belichick makes the entire team better. Drew Brees makes this team better, but Sean Payton also makes just the offense itself better. I think Bill Belichick. But wouldn't that give advantage Belichick then if he no. makes the entire team better? No, because he also has four members. Josh McDaniels is a freaking genius. Fair. I I, I give the better combination. I I think Drew Brees and if I had to, if you sat me down and said pick a head coach and a quarterback, not knowing the future. Yeah. Okay. You would still go. I would go Breeze and Peyton. So let's say you you were able to see in the future into the future and you knew you were gonna get just one with Breeze and at least one with Brady and Belichick. Would you still go? I would still go Breeze. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I probably should throw out the Lions game. But yeah, <laughs> Eagles just won the Super Bowl and we just talked about the Saints. There's your season that recap for right the there. for the Philadelphia Eagles right now. I do expect this to be a closer game than people expect, mm-hmm. but then again, people expect this to be a blowout. I expect a ten point game, and I expect Golden Tate to have his showing out for them, and I expect Zachers to have another big game. Ten point game sounds about accurate. Yeah. Uh, Sunday night football game. I'm sure you want to talk about. A game that I will be either wa- that I'll be watching on my phone while we watch Survivor Series, mm-hmm. uh, unless we got that two TV system rolling. We, yeah, but I don't want to put on the internet streaming st- 
purposes. You know what I mean? I don't want to stream two different things. Oh, yep. That's a Wi-Fi killer. Yeah. Never mind. Yeah. So I, I, I got my phone. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Bears Vikings. I picked the Vikings. I know you did. And I, and I, at the time, did it for, uh, you know, a point sake because everyone else kind of went Bears. But I legitimately do think that the I think the Vikings will have a good game this week, and I think I I really do believe that they'll win. Um, but this will be a good test, a divisional test, with the Vikings coming in. This is the first time you guys are seeing the Vikings. I think it'll be a good test for you guys. If you guys can come out with this, I'd say the division is yours to lose. Oh, a hundred percent. I think it is right now, but like more so after this game. Oh, a hundred percent. I mean, yeah. We all know what this front seven could do, and also. Can I can I get this off my chest real quick? Can I I just gotta get something off my chest? To those of you on Twitter who who are going ape shit crazy about Fackrell and the Packers and comparing numbers and everything um, <laughs> to uh, yeah, the other uh, to, no he has as much sacks as oh. as Khalil Mack and everything. I'm gonna need all of you to calm your asses down <laughs> for fuck's sake. Like damn, That's Khalil Mack a, missed three games and Kyle? freaking Fackrell went ape shit and now all of a fucking sudden. Fackrell equals Khalil Mack. No, fuck you. No. Fuck off. You're no, you are correct. I would not make that comparison at all. And I'm a Packers. Packers fan. Twitter is. Well, okay, it's the rivalry, of course, and you guys just shelled a shit ton of money for him, so I, I get that. Now, I I do kind of want to talk about this though. Now that you bring it up, okay, because we have this guy on a rookie contract. Yes. Who, granted, like you said, he's missed a couple games with Khalil Mack. Uh. But we have a we have a third year player, I believe he is, who is performing. You you can make an argument performing as well as Khalil Mack. I'm not saying he is Khalil Mack, but he's performing at that level. So like, I. But I think we have to look at yeah, the performance wise, yeah. On a on a I would say worse defense. Right. On a, from a statistical performance wise, yeah, you can make mm -hmm. you can definitely make that argument. But I think we also have to look at just all around impact. Now, oh, absolutely. now in the case of Fakro, if he turns out to be this guy where you put him on a team and you're just and immediately he gives you that oh shit factor, Fair, yeah. Then yeah, then it, then it, then at that point, put throw him in that category. Fair enough, yeah. But, but right now, like yes, yeah, statistically and everything, they're a little bit even. But again, Khalil Mack was but hurt and all of that. But overall impact, you put Khalil Mack on a defense, you look at you immediately look at it and you're like. Fuck. We need to see how Kyler does the rest of the season. Not, yes. Not only the rest of the season, but next the, the next couple seasons. A agreed. If he if he continues to put up big numbers, then you said yeah yeah yeah. If he can continue to do yeah. this, then I will mm -hmm. gladly I will gladly talk about putting him in the same conversation. Yeah. But right now, I think everyone needs to just Absolutely. calm the fuck down. I completely agree, and I'm a fact. Cause <laughs> damn, I saw like was like like Kyro Ma Kyler Mack was sacks this season seven. Khalil Mack sacks seven. I'm like oh big fucking whoop. I was like, you mean to tell me that? Anyway, um, I would like to point out that Kyler's the all Kyler Fackrell's sacks came in three games. <laughs> He's had two two three game sacks and a and a one game sack. But uh, no, I'm I'm just I I, I know what you're saying. I I, 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 get, I get what you're saying, but like <laughs> but like I meant, my big thing is overall impact because it's not just the sacks. Right. It's just the no, it's, it's the pressure. It's the fact that it's teams the presence. Have the, game, the presence exactly. Mm -hmm. Teams literally have the game plan for. Him. Yes. And then, yeah, like, so it's not, there, there's there's more to it. 
if Fackrell becomes that player, mm-hmm. then that's fucking phenomenal and for, 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 back for the Packers. I've personally been very high on Kyler Fackrell. He mm-hmm. is the reason that I want us to trade Clay Matthews because I believe that he can step up into that Clay Matthews role and perform better than Question, Matthews. do you think he could turn into or have maybe a slightly lesser impact that Khalil Mack has on the league right now? Do you think he could develop into a type of player like that? Or do you think this is just kind of an anomaly right he now? He needs to – that's a good question. Because I, I honestly – I believe that this also has something to do with Mike Pettin, uh being the defensive coordinator. Right. Whereas in that case, then we can also look at Khalil Mack did this without Fangio. And right. And now he no, has absolutely. Vic Fangio. Exactly, yeah. Uh, I, I, yeah. I really don't like that comparison at all because it's it's Khalil Mack. It's hard to compare anyone to him. Uh but no, I, 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 he, like I said, I've had my eye on him for a while, and he hasn't had the playing time until this year. So I, I'm not surprised by these stats. I think. I think it's just a case. I think of he could, if he, if he improves on his covering and yeah. his overall athleticism. Yeah. Then yes. I think personally, and I'm not trying to say this to be like a, a cynical person here. Because, don't get me wrong, I do like what the kid is doing. Mm-hmm. But I just think this is a case of a kid who finally is getting the opportunity because of injuries. And he's seizing the moment and making sure he's not letting go. And then we'll, we'll look into next year. And if he continues this, we can maybe start to have the conversation. But my I, don't thing think is, he'll, I don't think he'll ever be on the Khalil Mack level. N- neither do I. Because Khalil, yeah. Khalil Mack was a generational talent when he, went to, when he was at the University of Buffalo. We all knew that. That's why it just irritates me because, like, we're talking about a def- generational defensive talent against a guy who is just now getting playing time, right. who happens to be matching certain statistical categories. Right. It's it's apples and oranges. But so back to the game. Yeah. So back to the game. What are what is your honest opinion about my this? honest opinion about this? Trying to take your uh, right. So con- out. so con- right. So continuing what I was saying before, I went on my bitch fit about Packers Twitter. Um, we know what this front se- front seven. Yeah, we would know what the front seven for the Bears can do. We know exactly what this front seven of the Bears can do, both pressure-wise and even coverage-wise. This is, and I mean, you've known me for about a year now, but anyone else who's known me for a while, uh, for a while knows how much they would say one of my favorite things to shit on on the Bears is our fucking secondary. Oh, yeah. Because they have broken my heart way too many times over the past decade. <laughs> um... Eddie Jackson, in my opinion, I still believe is the best safe one of, if not the best safeties. The league is not talking about pro football focus or whatever. Even ranked him as a top sa- as a top safety as well. I think number one. I agree. He's very good. So he's the best safety. No one wants to talk about. Prince of Mukamara is doing really well. Kyle Fuller is shutting my mouth up. I thought he only played well because he was playing for a contract. Now you know, obviously, the cynic, the cynical one is in me. He's like, oh, it's just because of Vic Fangio, but. He's finally playing the way he was in his rookie year, in which I f- and then his other years he was kind of like subpar, so which made me think, of, oh, he only played well because anyone looks good when you're playing on the opposite si- side of Peanut Tillman, uh, but he's he's playing very well right now. This is going to be the biggest test for our secondary. I'm not worried about the front seven, because yeah. with Thielen, with Diggs, Rudolph. with Rudolph, and say what you want about Treadwell. But when he when he's on, Treadwell is, is yes. every bit of the first rounder yes. he was he was drafted. As to be. much as Vikings fans hate him, obviously me and you love him. <laughs> but right, no, we love you, him. <laughs> say what you want about him, he's got talent, and he when he right. wants to, well, not when he wants, he can turn it on. Right. So this 
This is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. This is going to be absolutely massive. I'm, I'm more so. I'm not honestly. I'm that's the matchup I'm looking at m- more. Not so much how Trubisky is going to handle the defense, even though I am very intrigued about that. Which I'm actually really glad to see that more people are starting to give a little bit more respect to Trubisky. But it's that it's the Bears secondary. It's that Bears secondary that is going to. This is the biggest test, and uh, as far as the Bears secondary is concerned, I felt like the overall divisional test came last came last week. This is a little bit bigger than that, obviously. Oh yeah. But more so with the secondary. But I'm gonna. But I was reluctant to say it last week, but I'm definitely gonna say it this week, which is echoing what you said. If we win this game, mm-hmm. give us a divisional crown. I yeah. Like, like. It's worse to lose at that, unless you absolutely just flop, right? Like, at me if you want. Call me fucking crazy. Call me a homer. Call me whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. If we win on Sunday night football against the Minnesota Vikings, the the divisional crown is ours. Run it. Can I be honest with you for a second? Run it. I'm looking at the Chicago Bears schedule uh, through week 10. Yeah. Their most impressive win was Seattle in week two. Because other than that, you played, uh, obviously, the week one against Green Bay, which realistically you guys should have been a win. Right. But then, I mean, but then you beat Arizona, who is a two and seven team now. Tampa Bay, who is a three and six team. Right. You lost to Miami and New England. Should have been a. Both should have been wins. Yes. New England, you... New England, yeah. The, the, the New England, yeah, yeah, we can go back and forth but, on that one. But then Giants, Buffalo, and Detroit, who, again, are like three, four-win teams. That's not so much our fault that... No, no, no. Because a lot of those teams going into the season... We're, go, going into the season, I looked at that schedule, and I, my first thought was, we're fucked. Right, but but what I'm saying is now those all all of those teams, majority of those teams, even the Seahawks now, who are only I think five and five, the majority of those teams don't impress me that much. So like realistically, so it, so it essentially starts with on Sunday for you. It starts on Sunday for me because now you play at Minnesota, or no, home against Minnesota. Sorry, at Detroit on at Thursday. At Detroit, at the Giants, which you guys should win again, but then. You play the Rams, Packers again, and then Minnesota, Forty Niners. But then oh, you at, Niners, end at and then Minnesota. at Minnesota. Yeah. So honestly, <sighs> hmm. I'm gonna say this because we have Aaron Rodgers, and because we've seen it before. The run that you're gonna do, does does the and this will be the last thing before we move on to Monday Night Football. Does the remaining schedule for the Bears? And the fact that Aaron Rodgers has a history of running the table, does that scare you at all? Even if you win this weekend, does it scare you? Naturally, because it's Aaron Rodgers. Okay. I mean, I won't. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. Like it. Like yeah, I love. I love the fucking Bears. Like this is the one year since I've been up here in Wisconsin that I get to legitimately flaunt the fact that I'm a Bears fan. But yeah, as long as as long as number twelve is walking, living, breathing, and starting for the Green Bay Packers. I'm naturally afraid. The thing is, the thing is, given what I have seen from the Packers so far, and this is probably the most intently. I've, I mean, again, I've I've been up here for four and a half years, and then, yeah, I've watched a fuckload of Packer games in that time. Mm-hmm. I would argue and say that the last couple years are probably the most intently I've watched them. 
come, especially this year now that, you know, there's a fucking division at stake. Mm-hmm. Beforehand, I was kind of just watching. I was like, eh, ho-hum, division's yours. The, the thing that's not making me, like, I guess, like, quaking in my boots, so to speak, is that given what I've watched, I'm not – the Packers are slowly, slowly, and I don't want to fully put them in this category because Aaron Rodgers – but they're slowly turning into that category of I don't fucking know what team I'm watching on a oh, week by yeah, week basis. I agree. And that's the thing. Like I've seen I for the most part I know what I'm getting out of the Bears than I am with Green Bay. And again Which is weird. When you say that, and I think about the other teams who we have deemed week by week teams, I think of coaching staffs. Mm-hmm. You think of you know, the Lions, they have Matt Patricia, he's a young coach. Or head, head coach, head, head, coach, coach. head coach. He's a new head coach, so yeah. there's kinks to be worked out. So you yeah. can make the argument there. Tampa Bay, God even knows who their head coach is. I don't even who know. The fuck knows? Um, Dan Quinn in Atlanta. Atlanta. You know, a fairly new what three or four years I think now. This is his fourth year. But still, you know, I I still don't see him as a great head coach. He hasn't done much with that Atlanta team except for that Super Bowl run, which they lost. And you know, legitimate defensive game though. Right. On an offensive team, I don't know th- that normally doesn't work out too well for me. So well, that's why they got brought in Steve Sarkeesian. Exactly. So to me, you know, that just reinforces my you're right, you're right, head you're coach right. theory. But anyway, fair. Yeah, want to move on to Monday night before we go? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, Chiefs Rams. <laughs> <laughs> what a fucking game this yo, is! Yo, you want to go somewhere and watch us on Monday? Are you, do you work? Yeah, do you I do. So del- I can I can show up. Is it delicious? You guys should come to Rick's, and then I can just come over afterwards. We'll figure this out. But yeah. anyway. I need money if I'm going to go to um, Rick's. All right. But yes, I'm very much looking forward to this game. It got moved to L.A. L.A. was listed as the home team, but it was in Mexico. Mexico field turf isn't good. There's no grass. Uh, so game got moved to L.A. Fair enough. Makes sense. I don't think that affects it too much. No. This is going to be a really interesting game. Shootout. Now, as much as I've been on the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and everything like that, it's hard for me to think. Because you, you, you just have to look at this objectively. Rams, I think, win in almost, in almost all three stages of the game. Defense, Rams. Special teams, Rams. They have two of the best kickers in the league. And then you look. Oh, they really did hold two kickers, did they? No, I mean, Zer- well, yeah, because Zerline's been hurt. But I'm talking Zerline and Hecker. Oh, oh, the pu- oh, kicker punter, pun- kicker punter combo, yeah, yeah. Um, and then offense is tough. I have to give it to LA, only because of Todd Gurley and Sean McVay. If, it's a slight if edge. If that. It's a slight edge. Because, as we know, Kansas City's offense is amazing. But. My slight edge would go to Kansas City because there's just more know. overall weapons. They have a plethora okay, of weapons. Like even then, every, though. In every phase. Even then, though, the Rams are, in my mind, are going to be able to score more just because of the defense. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, you can yes. have two great def- or two great offenses play each other. Which is exactly what we're getting. The better defense is going to make a, a, another stop or two compared to the other defense. Oh, yeah. This is this is the best defense and Mahomes has played this season. I'm trying to think of who Kansas City's punter is. Colquitt. It's Colquitt. I have a weird thing for punters, obviously. Uh, and Johnny Hecker gives, gives me that advantage every time he and if he can pin that defense or if he can pin Kansas City's offense back 
force Mahomes to beat that defense. It w- if he even goes out there, to be honest, with this fucking Rams offense. But, you know, if he can force them to go, you know, 80, 90 yards most dr- most uh, times that he punts, it's going to be hard for that Kansas City team to catch up with L.A., who's going to be scoring on the Kansas City suspect defense. Mm-hmm. So that I, I had to pick L.A. It, it was tough for me. I think I went with L.A. I'm about ninety yeah, percent. Yeah, you did. I went with LA. No, I went LA, and it kills me because I'm I'm huge on the ran- on the Chiefs because I just I went LA Mahomes. just because the fact that this is Mahomes' biggest biggest mm-hmm. test, and mm-hmm. I just feel that I even though I know the league is more offensive, defense still plays a massive role yeah. in today's NFL. Yeah. And the Rams have the advantage defense-wise. Yeah, and, like, normally, you know, offense versus defensive matchups, offensive wins. But when that defensive team also has an offense, a really good offense, it's hard for me to – Right. So, as – and I, it was sh- it shocked me that a couple people in the Hawk Talk League, they like, went. Tyler – like, little Tyler, I know for sure, went Chiefs. No, I thought – no, he went Rams. No, little no, Tyler he, went yeah, Chiefs. Yeah, he did go Chiefs, yeah, because yeah, all, all of us were floored at the fact. Because he's yeah. their super – they're his Super Bowl team. And I think either Cal or Big Tyler went too. Someone did. I don't remember. It was Chiefs. someone within the top yeah. three that went. Yeah, someone else went Chiefs. Chiefs. But I and think th- I think that was a play just to try to get a point. Right, but still, you know, it, it sucks because I I obviously want the Chiefs in this game, but it's hard for me to even see that the Rams have just been that good this year. So I don't know what. Okay, talking about all this, what in your mind is the biggest factor in this game? this game yeah defense Patrick Mahomes versus that defense yeah I mean we thought that Denver's defense was going to be the biggest task but that Denver literally all they had was Miller and Chubb this Rams (laughs) defense has the the entire 11 you don't want to mess with so if he can go into LA Mm -hmm. beat the Rams at that point the conversation really well one and the and the um, MVP conversation sorry Drew Brees Right, and number two, the conversation now be the conversation now begin has to begin. At what point do you consider the Chiefs legitimate Super Bowl favorites? I need their I need the Chiefs to win because if the Chiefs lose, Drew Brees beat the Rams, but Patrick Mahomes didn't. They won't look. They're gonna look at overall statistics. I I don't. I think it's different looking at. I don't think they look at head to head. But but then the Saints will be what nine and one and the. And they'll ha- the Chiefs will have two losses, you know. I I mean I don't know how much that'll actually play into it, but it could, know. you know. Who, it, it it'll who, at least sway a lot of the conversation. I, I I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Um, in my mind, the biggest matchup is Todd Gurley and uh, Kareem Hunt. I think running the the running game is going to play a big factor because if Kareem Hunt can get going and have a good game, then that's when you start to you know we're going to see this is going to be probably a forty to forty five game type of thing. It's going to be high scoring. If Kareem Hunt can make a couple big plays, and if Todd Gurley, if they can slow down Todd Gurley, now obviously they're not going to stop him, but if they can slow him down even a little bit and Kareem Hunt can have a big game, the Chiefs, you know, might have a fighting shot. So it, that, that one's going to be so fun to watch. I can't wait for that. Uh, like you said, we should try to go out for that. Even even though I work, I can go out after. But But, yeah, that's all the time we have for today. Tune in on Monday for a full recap of that and for a full recap of Survivor Series. We have a lot of shit to talk about. Yeah, we do. I think Survivor Series 
I have plans for that. Okay. And we'll discuss. But anyway. Cool. Check us out. All right, cool. Yep. First round KO. Uh, iTunes, Stitcher, home base of SoundCloud. Follow us on Twitter at FRKO Podcast. Follow Kyle at Olton2K18. And follow me as I begin to journey down. Fuck, is that cue hitting me? The last time I'll be able to be calling Warhawk football here as the playoffs are getting set to start. <laughs> Fuck, man. <laughs> um, but follow me at countermore underscore seven. Links in the description. In the next episode, there's Survivor Series. There's the NFL. There's a very good probability that my voice is going to be gone because of the NFL and Survivor Series. Same. And, uh, yeah. That, I, I wish I could add anything else to that, but I, I don't. Until next time. See you guys later when we talk to systems since day one is. Had a good year, kind of tired, we're the Michelin's. At the finish line, go get the checkered flag. Take a couple more shots, that's extended mag. I don't mean to brag, you smell the scented bag. I pull up solo at the function, I'm a tennis stag. Stone cold bachelor, acid rap and chancellor. Couple years an amateur, but never had a chance for you. You see me as a challenge.